Welcome back to the best show in the game. Extremely uninteresting is the name. I'm your host, Parrot, with the most carrot. I'm joined this week by a very special guest, star of the James Bond films, Mr. Daniel Craig. How are you doing today? Yep, that's me, Daniel Craig, here, 007 himself. I hear it was your 53rd birthday yesterday. Did you do anything special to celebrate? Um, To be honest, it's the first I'm hearing that it was my 53rd birthday yesterday. I was unaware previously, but... um. No, I I didn't I didn't do anything. Can you give us a bit more of an insight into what to expect from the next Bond film? Um, no, I can't. My recollection of watching Bond films when I was younger, because I haven't seen one in many a year, was explosions and shagging. So I'm assuming we can expect more of the same. Yeah, more of the same. Just like classic, um, like twelve rated shagging. So not like anything yeah. serious. More like bumping faces against each other, and then like, you know, explosions. There'll there'll be a woman. There'll be a bad guy. Billie Eilish is there. I don't know if she's in the film, but she did the song. And yeah, Bond 007. Sounds good. Sounds good. I look forward to not watching it because I haven't seen the last few Bond films because frankly they bore me which is a bit strange for an action film maybe it's just because i haven't seen one since i was about 12 years old skyfall's really good yeah so i've heard but i don't know it's just never really grasped my attention i've never just been like you know what i'm gonna watch a i'm gonna watch a james bond film right now it's just not my not my shtick i'm too um i'm too cool for that some would say you are too cool for that I'm not going to watch James Bond, but I will watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space and Dick Tracy and <laughs> Howard the Duck. Those films are fucking classics, though. Maybe not Howard the Duck. Dick Tracy's pretty good. But Killer Clowns from Outer Space is, like, an age-old classic. Like, I feel like that's going to be taught in film schools in about 150 years' times. That People are going to be like, how did this guy do it? How did he create the greatest cultural movement of all time? They've got pop finals, Daniel. Nothing has pop vinyl. That's true. It's so unique to have a pop vinyl. This is true. I'm not looking at a couple right now. I'm looking at two right now, I believe. Actually, no, I'm blind. There's there's four four in this room? Yeah, four. I mean, there might be an amount. I can only see two currently. It's fucking riveting stuff. I know, right? <laughs> Back again with our pop vinyl collection. But before we get on to the, today's topic at hand, which uh, is celebrating the start of spooky season <laughs> in March... It is spooky season. We've got a tiny bit of admin to clear up from last week. There was a there was one thing, one pressing matter, which the world was talking about on social media, was that we didn't know what a group of goats was called. Do you remember this? Oh, yeah, I remember now. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> well, I think we said it was like a herd or a... What did we say? You said, I think you said a herd of goats. You said it was something else like a... Like a I said it was a billy of goats. A billy of goats. Yeah, that that's what it I said. It really ought to be. That's what it really ought to be. But apparently, the collective noun used to describe a group of goats is the word trip. A trip of goats. That's what. That's how I read it. But then some people say it is like actually called a word trip. So a word trip of goats. But I, I'll be honest, my, my research consisted of one Google search and not scrolling past the first two links. So let's just assume it's just a trip of goats because that was the first thing that came up yeah sounds sounds fair enough so that's a bit of an odd one it's up there with a gaggle of geese or a, or a murder of crows or a 
rambling of rhinos or whatever it is. I, I don't think it's a rambling of rhinos. <laughs> What's the one of owls called? Like a like a senate of owls or something? A senate of owls. Yeah, because owls are clever, except they're not. How dare you? It's the court of owls is what it's called. The court of owls? It's a, it's a Batman. <laughs> I know it's a Batman thing, but that that might actually be what they're called. The court of, it might would make sense. I'm going to have to look this up now. <laughs> what is a group of owls called? We're not going to make people wait an entire week to get the answer this time. Uh, it's called a parliament. A parliament. I knew it was something like that. A parliament of owls. That's why I said Senate. Because I am the Senate. It's also suggesting the crocodile. It's, it's a bask of crocodile, Daniel. B-A-S-K. Is it not a snap of crocodiles? Oh, apparently there's multiple ones. There's uh, <laughs> It's not a snap of crocodiles, no. no. There's It's bask. Uh, congregation. Congregation. Float, of... As a float of crocodiles. I think I've heard of float crocodiles. Before group of snakes a group of snakes is a uh, generally pit nest or den a hiss a hiss of snakes <laughs> not a hiss of snakes but before we lose all of our viewership which is in the millions right now obviously obviously s- 17 plays on our last episode dan and it's Oof. only wednesday i, I reckon this one's gonna be it might well crack 20 plays imagine Imagine. Imagine the scenes, the absolute limbs yeah. when we finally beat the 20 plays. We have episode three, I want to say, is currently on 19 plays. So if you want to go back and give episode three another listen to get us over to 20, yeah, that, would I'm be, not going uh, to. that would be grand. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking <laughs> to the average viewership. Isn't it listenership? They're not viewing much. It's a podcast. It's not a vodcast. A vodcast, yeah. But yes, you are correct, I suppose. A vodcast, a video podcast. Has that been has that been coined? Write that down. <laughs> it's another one. I'll, I'll write it down. It's up there with a billy of goats. <laughs> a billy of goats and a Disney World Order. Yeah, do you know why we started talking about goats though, Rory? Yeah, it was because I asked you. <laughs> this was something I wasn't going to bring up, but I, I asked you who your who your three goat rappers are. And you just didn't fucking reply. <laughs> you went off talking about what a group of goats is called instead of answering my fucking question. I think it was much more interesting than that question, though. Maybe. Maybe. But maybe not. It depends. Who you Were Were you going to say Eminem, Kanye, and um, uh, Violent J? I was not, no. Ah, Shaggy. Okay, makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would be... um. Vanilla Ice, Matty B Raps, and um, JJ Icefish or Ice JJ Fish or whatever <laughs> his name was. I think I think it was JJ Icefish. And Corey from Corey in the House. What about Jacob um, Sagittarius? <laughs> Jacob Sagittarius. <laughs> um, Sartorius? Sartorius? I think it's that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What about him? Is he still a thing? I saw him on an Instagram page I followed the other day, like a meme page. I instantly unfollowed it. <laughs> That's fair enough. That's a good story, Rory. That's it. But yeah, I, so apparently he's still a thing. But I would have gone with uh, Rice Gum. Oh, obviously. Um, Vic from the Sidemen. Vic Star123. Mm, maybe Deji as well. His, his ones were pretty good. <laughs> Of all of the YouTube rappers, Deji is by far the worst. Mm, yeah, probably. Like, I, first by, of all, by far. 
like I I remember I went back and listened to that because I was going through and listening to some diss tracks just because I was really 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 bored scraping the bottom of the barrel with that one yeah and um i came to the sideman diss track that deji comedy shorts gamer did and oh my god i've forgotten how bad it is it's really bad like it's so bad it's impressive how just awful it is yeah it's bad it's really bad if you wanna, if you wanna watch it, um, don't, don't. Yeah, that was it. I would say go over to our Instagram, but I don't see myself posting the link. But go over to our Instagram anyway. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram. At extremely uninteresting. That's, That's like one, one for the episode. Yeah, one maybe, so far. Maybe during the episodes, I'm just gonna start like editing in like a ding noise every time I, I mention the the Instagram. Like fucking cinema sins. Yeah, that's not what I was thinking, but yeah, I suppose. Yeah, that's kind of it. Like every time you need a break from Twilight, ding, ding, also ding. <laughs> oh, Lyle, that's a good video. But speaking of good videos, we have a good video idea here. This is something I suggested to Dan for us to do because we were like, oh, what should we do for the podcast this week? We're so well prepared that it's a, it's a Tuesday evening. We're recording tomorrow and we don't have any ideas. Yeah, well, I, I said, why don't we do that thing you've had written down for about five weeks at this point? And you were like, nah, we're, nah, gonna we're not going to do that. We're never going to do that. See, when I wrote that down, I thought, oh, this is a funny idea. It could be funny, which most funny ideas could be. But now I'm like, now I'm like would it really be that funny? It would. I'm sure it would be fine, but I don't know if I want to build a whole episode around it. Because it's it will probably only take like 10, 15 minutes tops. So maybe if it's like a, it could be a last resort thing. If we do our like, <laughs> we do our recording and it's only like 45 minutes in, then I'll just, I'll just whap out the big cheese yep, as and that's... smack you with some knowledge. <sighs> I, 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 <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's good to keep the viewers on, not viewers, it's good to keep the listeners on edge so that they're, they're anticipating it. And they're like, oh, what could this possible, what could this thing possibly be? I know it's something to do with like a map or something. It may or may not have something to do with a map. It may or may not have. Actually, I'm not going to give it away. You just have to keep pondering. Yep. We've been getting DM requests at the wazoo asking, yep. <laughs> asking about this. So when it happens, it's going to be like, elite tier shit you know it's gonna be like yeah. the new nothing nowhere album elite tier shit it's gonna be something that's built up it's like the zoidberg elbow it's gonna be built up so much and everyone's gonna go <laughs> mental when it finally happens that's the way that's the wrestling reference yep <laughs> there you go <laughs> i was gonna talk about dynamite this week maybe for a bit but i honestly can't remember what happened well i haven't seen it so <laughs> I'm shocked. I know um, Lance Armstrong and Ray Phoenix had a really good match, but other than that, I don't really remember much. But let's not talk about Dynamite. Let's talk about today's spooky-themed episode. Today, we decided that we were going to, much like we did last week with the conspiracy theories, um, we've decided we're going to each... We each yeah, can I buy a vowel? <laughs> English is hard. But we've decided we've each brought i just don't know why i keep saying decided we've decided we've each brought we've yep, each brought on. one spooky story thing with us it's not it's like you know real life spooky supernatural paranormal events that have happened mm -hmm. around the world and 
I thought this was a good one. Just to uh, hear the differences in how we tell it. Because if I know Daniel, and I think I do, he's, he's quite the sceptical lad. He's not much into the, into the geists and ghostists and phantasms. Whereas I am really into that. Mainly because I believe I have seen a ghost at some point in my life, which I'm sure I will get onto later. I wasn't going to tell that story, but I think, it's, I think it will fit in well. I won't tell it now. It's not much of a story. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not much of a story, but it's still like... Ghosts... Doesn't, it's like, do ghosts exist? I don't know. I always thought, oh, ghost stories are kind of cool. And like ghost videos, like, oh, ghost caught on camera. Not the obviously fake ones, but the one where you think, hmm, there might be something here. I always thought they were cool, but I never really believed them. But now I'm like, could be happening, you know? Could be. Whereas I feel like you're not quite that level of um, open-mindedness as I am. No, it's, it's, it's all nonsense. It's all just complete bollocks. To try and convince you otherwise, I have got mm-hmm. my spooky story thing, which isn't really a story. It's more like a spooky location. And I'm going to tell you the spookiness around this location it might be a place that you're quite familiar with do you want me to start or do you want you to start no you i started with the conspiracy theory so you start with this. okay take a shot every time you say spooky spooky is going to be said a lot because it's the spooky episodes because we're only five to seven months away from from october and and spooky season but spooky season is all year round according to me i'm wearing my spookiest jumper I'm wearing some spooky socks. It's a spooky season. It's a spooky celebration. And I hope you're all drunk right now. Um, I'm just hoping spooky season doesn't coincide with me being horribly depressed <laughs> like it does most years. But um, Hauntingly depressed. Hauntingly depressed. I'm at, I'm at, I'm at like um, three years in a row at this point. So um, let, let, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens this time. I reckon you could, I reckon you could spookify the spooky season and make it a... Uh, a different sort of spook this year well i guess we'll have fucking to- <laughs> hope so dude <laughs> i guess we'll have to wait and see enough about your enough about your personal life we're 16 minutes into this recording so probably about 14 13 minutes in and we haven't even started yet but dan remember when we used to go on holiday to cornwall i do yes how could i forget during our six week summer holiday we would always spend two of them in the delightful place of cornwall for people who don't know, Cornwall is the north, south, southwest of England, as far southwest as you could go. It's a cool place full of cool people and cool spooky stories. <laughs> so, Dan, do you remember the castle of Tintagel? I knew that you were going to say Tintagel. I knew you were going to say Tintagel. It's because yes. it's fucking haunted. That's yes, why I do remember I the castle that. of Tintagel. What a place. It's where King Arthur lived. Dan, shut up. I'm going to get to that. Okay. But, I mean, Tintag- maybe it isn't. If people don't know where Tintagel is, but it's in Cornwall, you you probably could have guessed that. But it's it's like northern Cornwall. It's Atlantic Ocean, which all of Cornwall kind of is. But it's a pretty mint, like, ruined castle in northern Cornwall. And if you don't know about Cornwall, Cornwall is the place to be in, I would say England, but more the UK for spooky happenings. That You've got the wheel coats old mine thing which i can never remember how to pronounce you got the jamaica inn the most haunted place supposedly in the uk you got the bodmore jail bodmore bodmore bodmin jail bodmin moor you got the beast of bodmin and all that shit 
it's it's a fun time if you're a paranormal spookification person cornwall is the place to go you also gotta think um cornwall is full of um old inbred people who are probably not the most sound of mind so i'll just i'll just leave that there <laughs> way to way to alienate all our, all our all our cornish viewers i mean listeners i don't know why i always say viewers but if you're listening in from cornwall we love you and thank you for being here ignore the the, the bad behind the curtain who's laughing to himself right now we love you and thank you for being here mm-hmm. but the castle you know a, a bit of background about tintagel castle like ignoring all the the supposed myths around it the castle itself was built probably around 12th century they don't really know but they sort of estimate it to be around that point it was uh built by the first earl of cornwall uh richard and then after the sort of middle ages or the high middle ages which apparently was a thing because you had different middles of middle ages that's the one where they were all on drugs um it fell into disrespair and ruin so it hasn't been lived in or inhabited i guess since around the 17th century maybe even sooner which is kind of mad so it's kind of just been falling apart for like 400 500 years if my maths serves me correctly which i think it does it's most famous around the UK because of the the myth, which I say in inverted commas, the myth surrounding King Arthur, you know, Knights of the of the Circular Table, Merlin the Old Wizard. Knights of the Circular Table, what the fuck? <laughs> the, the Knights of the Round Table, Excalibur, sort of uh, Sword in the Stone, if you've seen the Disney film. He, I like how you said myth in like inverted commas in a myth in co- are you, you going to tell me about how it wasn't a myth because spookiness I'm not going to tell you how it wasn't a myth but I'm just going to I'm just going to tell you some stuff and I'll let you make okay. your own decision these are not these I've, I've already made my decision <laughs> these views are not the views of anyone involved with the extremely uninteresting podcast they're just I'm just presenting the evidence they're completely your views <laughs> I'm just presenting the ev- evidence and I'll let you decide for yourself all right go for it but the castle first had its sort of association with King Arthur in it was recorded around the 13th century when someone called I'm probably going to pronounce this wrong but Gregory of Monauf described Tinchagel as the place of his conception which actually made me it made me think because normally you think oh it's Tintagel, it's the birthplace of King Arthur but that's not originally what it was it was where he was conceived so Mr and Mrs king arthur <laughs> yep that's <laughs> that's where they did the deed and it didn't say anything about him you know popping out in in the castle itself so you know it could have happened elsewhere but he definitely lived in the castle according to legend Mm-hmm. go on there's also sort of a myth with like myth with the wizard merlin apparently well it's there's a cave beneath the beneath the castle which we'll get to later apparently that was merlin's cave made potions did all his sorcery whatnots in there that sort of thing because he was a wizard he was king arthur's right hand man who happened to be a wizard you know that sort of deal i'm not going to delve that this is a myth (laughs) there are wizards involved there are wizards involved there's legolas not legolas um fucking legolas (laughs) you mean lancelot (laughs) lancelot is what i meant to say 
Fucking Legolas. <laughs> it's just Legolas, you know. He's just chilling. It's, it's got Lord of the Rings on the brain. It's all this wizard talk. I've got Lord of the Rings on the brain, mainly because we did our sound check today singing Misty Mountains from the <laughs> Hobbit films. But we also, um, not we, but I also watched about an hour of a video on YouTube, which was the first Lord of the Rings film. But every time Sam takes a step, he <laughs> says it's the longest he's ever been. Do you know the video? Yeah, I know the yeah, video. I watched an hour of that. And then I was yeah, like, fair enough. Nah, that's, that's, fair. that's enough. There's another eight hours here. I saw one comment on it. It was like, I reported it for nudity just so someone has to look through the whole thing looking for what I mean, which is quite funny and yeah. some good banter that I definitely approve of. <laughs> but back onto Tintagel Castle, there's the whole myth with King Arthur myth, you know, that I've already talked about. I'm not going to delve too much into it because... When you put your, your fingers up and say myth and make the quote marks with your fingers, you know that people listening... <laughs> can't see that they just hear you saying myth twice yeah yeah that's that's true but maybe i think that's i'm saying it in like a more like a myth tone so it's kind of like or maybe i'm just saying it exactly the same and people are very confused right now well i've just added context and say that <laughs> if you want to learn more about you know the whole king arthur thing look it up there's a lot out there it's like a whole lore thing it would take me hours and hours to explain it all there's probably around a like an hour and a half video on YouTube explaining yeah. the history of it. Yeah, so you like, can find that. There is for like the zombie storyline and stuff. <laughs> yeah, the zombie storyline was mint though. But the castle, when I was doing my research, I found one quote which I really liked, which was the castle, and I quote, has a history of emanating with ancient mm -hmm. mysterious energy. That is a good quote. That is a good quote. That's going on my first album. <laughs> That's the name of my first album. Emanating with what what was it again emanating with ancient mysterious energy it sounds like that quote in that fucking hollywood and dead interview <laughs> i don't know which one you mean but I'm the, the one funny. where he's too bad they're too banned to come out and play i thought that's what you meant where he's like he says like practically bubbles over with invigorating and intoxicating energy or something yeah, something along those lines yeah yeah kind of similar to that that's another that's, that's, that's that. the name of my second album <laughs> so your your the names of your albums come from an obscure hollywood and then interview at point fest 2014 and a historian talking about tintagel i would hardly say it was a historian it was on like some haunted dot places dot org sort of thing well it wouldn't be dot dot org haunting dot places dot uk yeah something like that so I w maybe they are a historian maybe i'm doing them a grave mis misservice but I realised that I'm 25 minutes in and I haven't talked about any spookiness yet. No, so but you're giving the, the backstory spook. to Tintagel, please. We, you've had enough backstory, but I'm intrigued. This, I, I will start off with the most far-fetched thing. It seems only fair. <laughs> but I, I've read somewhere that apparently once a year, the castle supposedly disappears into a time slip and then reappears as if it would of hundreds of years ago and it only happens for about 20 minutes yeah there's no confirmed date there's no record of this ever happening i just found one thing that said it did yeah there's no explanation as to why it happens how it happens but yeah that's that's that do you know why that is because it doesn't happen <laughs> yeah that's why i'm saying it's the most far-fetched like i also i wrote no confirmed date 
in brackets utter bollocks <laughs> yeah that's a that's an interesting one I, I don't think i'll be believing that anytime soon it's a really odd one it's like why would someone make that up maybe because you know king arthur and magic and merlin's got a spell where he you know merlin's ghost which may or may not be lurking somewhere we'll find that out later mm-hmm. maybe he just like i want to see it back in its heyday you know i miss good old tintagel which is probably not what they called it good old tintagel who knows didn't they wasn't it camelot is that the castle or was that camelot was um his court king arthur's court of camelot fucking hell watch monty python dude (laughs) that makes sense um onto a more uh spooky thing there is inside the grounds itself of tintagel there is there has been multiple reports of a bright specter that lurks around the castle at night. Of course, it's at night. It's always at night. Always. Was there a white lady involved? <laughs> the, the gender was not specified as to what this spectre was, but due to the brightness of this spectre, because it's said to be like, you know, most of the time it's just like a faded white character or faded gray character or something like that. But this one is said to be beaming with light, which makes me think maybe it's a light. It's supposedly so bright that some people believe it to be the ghost of King Arthur because only mm-hmm. a king obviously. would be that bright. Oh, obviously. Which I like to think that maybe it isn't the ghost of King Arthur because King Arthur's a myth. And <laughs> I like to I like to ha- keep an open mind about spooky happenings. Yeah, as, as you do. I was going to say, if you're going to sit here and start telling me about the appearances of all the ghosts of like the court of camelot and just merlin this lot i'm like hmm interesting famous mythological figures who are known to have not existed are showing up as ghosts <laughs> the some ghosts would say that the people exist. who think the the people people would think that this isn't me thinking this obviously i have an open mind but people would think this is just um idiots seeing things there and then knowing that it's king arthur but not actually knowing that king arthur wasn't real thinking that everything that happened was real and they think well this must be the ghost of this person and then they spout it and other people again i'm not saying i believe this who are also idiots will think yeah i think it was the ghost of famous wizard merlin who definitely existed because magic existed back in the day anyway go on speaking of the ghost of famous wizard merlin mm-hmm. remember merlin's cave that i mentioned l- earlier uh-huh. later earlier <laughs> for for one thing this is completely sidetrack but remember like when us. we used to go to tintagel and there was like the face of merlin carved into the rock yeah do you remember that being big um kind of yeah I remember it being like huge, I remember like it above being a like, bridge like, sort of thing. Like the size of a sphinx head, you know? Yeah, I remember it being huge. Turns out it's like tiny. Oh, like it's you? It's really, really small. And maybe it's just that we were really small when we went to see it. But I remember it being like the size of like a doorway at least. Like a grand doorway. Mm-hmm. It's kind of mad how small it was when I was looking it up. But, <laughs> but back to the spookiness of Merlin. Uh-huh. Um, Merlin's cave, which is located sort of under the castle, is supposedly a hotspot for paranormal activity. Mm-hmm. Um, it's said that Merlin's ghost <laughs> haunts the cave. Yeah, obviously. And his voice can, voice can be heard speaking and commanding things. In, well, in a commanding tone, because it's supposedly in an unrecognizable language. But some feel that this is the ghost of Merlin telling people to fuck off. 
you know get the fuck out of my cave you old you damn kids get off my lawn yeah or get out of my cave sort of thing i see no reason why it wouldn't have been the ghost of merlin famous <laughs> wizard merlin i can't think of any reason why it can't be that yeah this is why i'm start. i'm start. i'm trying to get more and more believable as i go mm-hmm. so i'm doing good right now you're doing pretty good like I, i've believed everything so far i thought you would tintagel it becomes a proper castle once every year no one's ever seen it happen or documented it happening but it definitely happens the ghost of king arthur appears the bright light king arthur famous mythological king who didn't actually exist um his ghost appears same with merlin famous mythological figure a wizard considering magic doesn't exist wizards never existed and um the legend of king arthur is complete nonsense and folklore um yeah i see absolutely no reason why any of these things can't be as you're describing lighten up will you christ (laughs) (laughs) i see no reason why any of this wouldn't be correct anyway go ahead one last thing about merlin's cave Uh (laughs) apparently there's a bright shining light much like the light that comes from the king himself (laughs) up the hill well hill up the cliff in the castle there's just a bright shining light that come that you could see at the entrance to the cave sometimes at night. It's not I'd say always it's a light there. bulb. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But it's a, like a light. It's a lantern. Supposedly, which, there's um, no light bulbs or lanterns down there. I would argue that they hadn't been invented by the time <laughs> Tintagel was built. I <laughs> have to check my facts on I that. I feel though. like it's more like a light of like a like a cauldron being burnt or something like that. But then they mm-hmm. would probably say a flickering light, and it doesn't. I don't know. That's that's kind of all the stuff. It's all kind of like I could believe because Tin Chadwell's so old, and with most castles around the UK, some fucked up shit has happened there, probably. Mm-hmm. So I could maybe believe that the place is haunted. There's a lot of stuff of like, there's so many different reports of different ghosts at the castle and whatnot. But because of the whole King Arthur thing, everyone's like, oh, it's the ghost of King Arthur. Oh, it's the ghost of Merlin. It's the ghost of legolas you know yep so, legolas man <laughs> my favorite night at the like, round table it kind of just makes it sound a bit stupid when i don't think a lot i think ghost stories especially when they seem like genuine and you can't think of a reason to explain it which maybe some of these could be but because of the whole like oh it's the ghost of king arthur it just makes it seem like oh shut up will you you stupid mug king arthur wasn't real so how could he have a ghost this is true but on to more like believable whatnots. Go ahead. Apparently, around the you know the castle edge of the edge of the cliff. Yeah, yeah. You know, tedious location. I would say tedious. Is that the right word? Treacherous. Not t- treacherous. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, I would treacherous say location. there's definitely been people who have would have fallen off that cliff because it's a uh, it does some it's very tight the edge. Yeah, very tight, very sharp drop, very sharp rocks. So apparently there are dark figures mm-hmm. that lurk over the cliffs there was too many reports for me to go through to be honest of dark figures lurking towards the edge of the cliffs which are supposedly the ghosts of people who have fallen not it didn't say anything about people who have th- sort of thrown themselves off which could be possible but it just sort of said ghosts of people who have fallen to their death yeah which honestly there's the whole this stuff is like i had to do some digging to find sort of stuff like this there was like a was like a page uh about it where there was loads of different accounts of it happening or being seen 
but because of all the King Arthur shit, I had to do so much digging to find this. And it's like... Well, I appreciate is, the effort. This is the much more believable stuff, I would argue. Like, I used to be scared of those cliffs. I used to be a little puss boy. I didn't, still like, I didn't like heights. <laughs> still am, okay. <laughs> I didn't like heights. And it used to make me nervous thinking, God, if you just one wrong foot, if you're close to the edge, which we never really were because, you know, that's dangerous. Mm. And this is a you know a a holiday destination but one wrong foot i could see someone falling down there and who's to say that their restless spirit would not come back to lurk over the the pointed tops of the cliffs who knows science would probably have something to say about that science is boring daniel okay go ahead to ignore science (laughs) okay (laughs) logic but one last thing before i let you go on to yours and i'll ask you how believable you think all this stuff is Oh, okay. Um, th- as you could tell, Tintagel, hotspot for paranormal activity all around the surrounding area. So much so that it has extended out to the nearby Camelot Hotel, <laughs> which is a good day for a hotel. Of course they call it Camelot Hotel. That's just good, that's just good marketing, that is. It is, it is. It's really good marketing. When I heard it, I was like, yeah, that's, that, that's cool. As a, as a marketeer myself, I look at that and think, fair play. One of the three marketeers. <laughs> yes, the three marketeers. Brilliant. That's got to be something that exists. If not, write that right, shit down. It's <laughs> another one. <laughs> Make like a shitty like English sitcom out of it, like the sort of IT crowd sort of thing. Three marketeers. IT crowd is not shitty. No, but like I say shitty because I would be shitty, but it would be sort of similar vein to like the English version of The Office and the IT crowd sort of thing, but it wouldn't be funny <laughs> because I'd make it. So it would be the American version of The Office. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you sold me. I'm, I can't wait for the three marketeers. But back onto, back onto the Camelot Hotel. It's said to be haunted by a range of spectres. I don't, this article that I found always referred to them as spectres rather than spirits or, or ghosts, which I, felt, I thought was quite strange. You don't hear them referred to as... As Daniel Craig, as I am Daniel Craig, I approve of this <laughs> as I starred in the film Spectre. <laughs> yes, topical banter, I love it. But there are multiple spectres. There are three that indulge in poltergeist activity around the around the Camelot Hotel. You know the usual n- knocking paintings off the wall. You know, waking up people in the dead of night by slamming doors. You know, stuff like that. Or the stuff you hear about all the time. All the time. Yeah, just all the time. With you can't a, move for stories about <laughs> poltergeists. You know, the genuine like the general poltergeist activity slamming doors knocking things off um loud bangs which you can't sort of distinguish where they are mm-hmm. um apparently they go through the hotel bins as well and take stuff out of the bins um which i don't know how someone discovered that they were removing stuff from because someone bin. else was trying to take stuff out of the bin and they were like hang on it's gone i have a i have a i have a theory for this um go rat, on. rats rats is a good is a good suggestion I feel like maybe jumping to rats before ghosts is a reasonable thing to do, but that's not as interesting, so. Yeah, I suppose. I'm just reading one thing that I wrote down because I guess I copy and pasted this part and not like wrote it in my own words. Mm -hmm. And it says, waking up people in the dead of night to give them bad bath. To give them bad bath? (laughs) To give them a bad bath? (laughs) What constitutes a bad bath? No bubbles. Oh, it says bed bath, rather. Uh, but what's a bed bath? 
Uh, <laughs> I just can't read, but I'm bad bath, man. That's that's way better. <laughs> Waking them up. It's time for a bath, and they run like a really cold, really shallow bath, and with no bubbles, no no rubber duck or anything. <laughs> You're like this ghost, man. These ghost problems—they're getting out of control. <laughs> can't deal with it. Waking up all of our fucking. Tent. It's out here running like the worst baths anyone's ever seen. <laughs> Like really shitty bath. <laughs> the girl's just running a really shit bath for all of the people staying in the hotel. They were traumatized. Then, They'd never seen such a bath before. It's like the SpongeBob and Patrick meme with the coffin, where you just walk, you like hear a loud bang, you walk into the bathroom, and there's just this girl's like, "All right, get in." And you look down at this shallow gold bath with fucking mud in it. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible, incredible. Fucking hell, I gotta pull myself together. You do gotta pull oh yourself God. together, man. So far, right. there's rats taking food out of the bins and ghosts running really bad baths for people. I must say, I'm intrigued to go there. How do you, exp- Mr. Skeptic, how do you explain the bad baths? I, I can't, to be honest. Like, that sold me. <laughs> Literally, I'm crying so much right now. My face is so wet. Oh my God, I'm laughing. Yeah, no, I'm sold. I'm actually sold. Jesus. But the last thing that I had uh, written down, I pulled myself together now, was the mm-hmm. So yeah, apparently there was the three ghosts inside the inside the hall. One's like a little boy, obviously, and the and okay. the other one is a is like a middle-aged woman and the other one's an mm-hmm. old man. Those are supposedly yep, the three that, ghosts. That's that doesn't sound generic at all. The young child is supposedly the one that causes the most mischief as you do. Uh-huh. Yep. You know, the usual kind of shtick. But the most interesting one of all that I found, which is um, the one I say for last. Apparently, an old worker of the hotel who used to live in an old cottage not too far from the hotel, which incidentally at one point was owned by Kate Winslet. Fun fact for you. Yeah. But the worker used to live there and he used to make trips to, the, to and from the hotel by walking because it was walking distance. Mm-hmm. And... Around 70 years ago, it said, I don't know, that may or may not be true, but he died, obviously, as people do. Obviously. It didn't they say how that, he died. It said he was old, so I'm assuming he just, you know, died of being old. But if he if he was that old, would he have been walking walking to and fro? Um, no. Well, it depends how active he is, you know. Or maybe, maybe he just fell ill, you know. It could happen, especially 70 years ago, which was... The year 1951. Yep. Quick maths. Good job. Apparently, his ghost can be seen walking the exact path that he used to in between mm. the cottage and the hotel. And there's like, there was a there was a picture of his, of it. I'll, I'll find it and send it over to you. And maybe I'll use Can't it wait. as the, maybe I'll use it as the Instagram pic. Follow us on Instagram at extremely uninteresting. <laughs> Good plug as ever. But yeah, I thought this one was quite believable, to be honest, because, you know, it's, if you're a ghost, do you think you'd realise you were a ghost? How long would it take? You've seen the film The Others. So he probably just walked... Or Sixth Sense. Yeah, like The Others. He just walks to and fro, like, he, obviously as he's a ghost, he's, well I say obviously, maybe he's like locked to one location, maybe he died on the pathway in between, 
So that's why he's just walking to and fro. So he's like, oh, I got to walk, you know, got to walk home. Maybe he died on the walk home. I, it says he, it, I'm assuming it was an old man. It just said an old worker. So he slash she, they, yep. let's go if with. If only a pronoun they, existed. You know, maybe they were walking home and they died As you mysteriously. Do. And now they walk home and then they're like, because they're a ghost, they're forgetful. They don't know what's going on. That is what if ghosts you've are like. Seen, have you seen The Haunting of Bly Manor? No. Okay, I won't spoil it then. <laughs> yeah, I'd appreciate it. But, you know, he kind of walks to and fro. He walks to the house. He forgets. He's like, wait, aren't I supposed to be walking to work? Then he walks to the hotel. He's like, wait, aren't I supposed to be walking home? Just walking to and fro, caught in an endless loop. Like you with this sentence describing what he's doing. <laughs> Literally, yeah. But I think that's quite believable, to be honest. You do? Especially as there was a picture which was blurry at best. Considering the quality of cameras that exist nowadays, the fact that no one has got a good picture of a ghost is um, disappointing. I think there's been some good pictures. No. Okay, never mind then. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like literally a ghost caught in 4K. Would yeah, be... I get you. I get you. Maybe they malfunction cameras, you know. Malfunction. Their supernatural activities or um, their paranormal waves. activities, you could say. Yeah. <laughs> their electronic waves that interfere with equipment could be a possibility. There's so much we don't know about the paranormal world. Yeah. So yeah, that was my um, that was my ghost, ghostly haunting place, uh-huh. Tintagel. Tintagel. What What do you think? Do you want to revisit? Do you want to find the spooks? Um, I'd happily go back to Tintagel. What I'll say is I went to Tintagel many a time over the years and I never saw anything even slightly spooky. So Yeah, same. I'm inclined to say I don't really believe it, especially with lots of it being about King Arthur, who is not a real person. <laughs> but I feel like that maybe there are like actual, like people have seen stuff, but then they're like, oh, it's king arthur you know i don't think it's people like oh this is 100 percent the ghost of king arthur but it's like oh i saw some i saw something you know strange there let's say it was the ghost of king arthur so people will listen to me sort of thing yeah i could see that at least that's yeah, stick, i could I see that i still don't think it's real i feel like it can probably be explained away by other stuff um the dark figures appearing at the edge of a cliff i mean probably just clouds <laughs> like rain clouds or it's ghastlies from pokemon yeah um That's the stuff like. in a hotel every single hotel in the world says they have ghosts just to get people to come visit and um but does this one need ghosts to get people to come visit yes and okay <laughs> yeah like i i won't say i'm convinced but I'm convinced that Merlin's ghost lives in the in the cave underneath Tintagel. And it's still cooking up spells and telling people to fuck off in Old English and that. Yeah. Yeah, sounds believable. You've, you've convinced What's me. your thoughts on the bad bass? The bad bass, well, that's the most irrefutable ghost evidence I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> ghost giving people just, a re- just running them a really bad bass. <laughs> oh, it's fucking brilliant stuff. I'm going to have to... Try, maybe I'll make a, a I'll do a Photoshop thing of a really shitty bath with a ghost coming out of it for Instagram. <laughs> that would be funny. But we're quite we're quite far deep in this already, so I feel like you've got. Uh, obviously, I've spent way too much time. That's not like you. Than usual, 
So we're going to have to dive onto yours. I won't rush you, but take as long as you need. Let's hear it. Right. So my my um is you went kind of close to home with going with somewhere that we've all vi- we visited, somewhere we used to go to, somewhere in the country that we live. I've mm-hmm. gone different. I'm gone all the way over to Yankee Land. And I'm going to tell you the story of the Bell Witch. The Bell Witch. The Bell Witch. Like a like a bell pepper. Sure. <laughs> like a ringing bell, like for whom the bell tolls. Like Kristen Bell. It took place in, um, like, Tennessee or something. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Tennessee. I do, I did. If it was a witch, are you sure it wasn't Salem, Massachusetts? No, no. This was, it was in Adams, Tennessee. Okay. In, I know the place. In 1804, John Bell and his family and a bunch of other people moved there. They traveled there and set up farming stuff. He was a successful farmer or something. You know, mm-hmm. he, he was doing well for himself. But there was a, another family called the Bats family who weren't doing as well for themselves because the man of the thing, Frederick Bats, got an injury or something and couldn't work. Oh, bother. So then John Bell bought land off him, I think, and Frederick Bats' wife, who everyone was scared of, like shit scared of for some reason, also they think she might have been like into witchcraft and that shit. Is that why they were scared of her? Yeah, and also she was just like a bit of a battle axe of a woman, you know? Oh, fair enough. It was kind of like, a, you know, I would stand up to this person and tell her she's a bit of an asshole, but I'm scared she'll murder me. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, that I know the kind of yeah. type so, of So, um, yeah, it was, it was also something to do with a slave because that was a thing at that point. Like, someone was sold a slave that they weren't happy with or something. No, um, John Bell bought a slave off the bats, but then thought she was too young, so left her. And then when she, he came back to get her, they were like, no, you didn't pay enough for this person because you bought them when they were younger. And he was like, oh, okay, but this is still my slave. And then he sold her back to the Bats family at like an extortionate price or something. Strange. This is all backstory between the Bats and the Bells. You know, they were all being mean to each other. And I'm, I'm in 1816, so a few, quite a few years after, um, there was a trial i think for extortion like bell was sued by the bats family i think it was mainly the the wife mm-hmm. um for extortion bit of a mad family rivalry going yeah it was it was like it was like in was like al capone and those people that were killed in that massacre uh, <laughs> i'm full of information as ever so yeah but they they sued them for extortion but never actually told john bell that he was being sued so he didn't turn up to defend himself because he didn't know he was being sued. I feel like Bad. this is. I feel like this was a loophole that shouldn't exist in the law. So he obviously lost the case because he wasn't there to defend himself. And then that's mad. They went and told him he'd lost the case, and he was furious. And eventually, he got him and his family got excommunicated or something. Um, that's the basic story behind John Bell and Fre- behind the Bell family and the Bucks family. So they then the Bell moved into the this other house, which was spooky excommunicated kicked out of their like little clan of farmers or whatever they were (laughs) when they moved to this new house jason bell not jason bell john bell (laughs) was out hunting and he saw an animal that was weird looking it was like a big dog slash rabbit and he raised his musket to shoot at it 
And as he shot at it, he lowered it to see if he killed it, and it was gone. Isn't that mad? That is mad. And then, from this day forward, lots of spooky stuff started happening in their house. Mm -hmm. There was a poltergeist, which is basically the bell witch. This is why it's referred to the, the, you know, the bell witch. It was uh, being all spooky, like... It was just loads of spooky stuff happening in general. Like, the daughter went out walking and saw a young girl hanging from a tree. Like, hanging... Like, not hanging... I don't believe it was hanging, like, by the neck. I think she was hanging by her arms. Oh, okay. From a tree. And she, like, warned her of the goose. That is very strange. So that's all of the backstory for this completely believable story. (laughs) Um, Very believable, I'd say. The reason that the Bell Witch is famous is that it is the only the only time in the history of America that a death has been credited to the supernatural. Oh. Hmm. So what happened with this spooky Bell Witch was <clears throat> it just started haunting them essentially, but was haunting um John Bell a lot more than everyone else really. Well, a lot more than his wife. His wife, whose name might have been Lucy, but it might not have been. Um, I don't actually remember. I did have notes, but I didn't write that down because I guess it wasn't important. Nah, not important. Names aren't important. Yeah, not important. So the fresh witch of Bel Air started getting super, super spooky. It was big or hordesy. <laughs> and at one point, one of like, it was the classic normal doors slamming, pots and pans flying. But it started assaulting people. Oh, shit. It's a violent, aggressive ghost then. One day, his daughter, John Bell's daughter, woke up and her hair had been tied around like her bed frame. Oh. This was, remember, this was years and years ago, by the way. It was like 1800s, early 1800s. You said I that think already. I said that. Yeah. And while she, she had her hair tied around the thing, she couldn't move. And this witch just started fucking slapping her <laughs> in the face. Just back and forth back and forth it was brutal just smacking this poor girl and she's screaming and obviously then the the fa- the parents and the brothers were running and they're like wagwan what's happening here and then she had red hand marks all over her face and then Jeez. the boys felt stuff hitting their arms and legs and they also had red marks all over their arms and legs at the haunting at this point it was getting out of control they couldn't sleep but John Bell had a bad reputation in the old town because of the whole thing with the Bats family. Mm-hmm. So he didn't want to go to the town because he didn't want to be ridiculed anymore. So he turned to his neighbour and said, please come and help us. So his neighbour came in, strolled in to help and then said, nah, I can't do anything here. you got to go to the town. So he did go to the town. The most useful neighbour. <laughs> the most useful neighbour in the world. This was did he a- actually stroll in? Does yeah. it say? It didn't say he strolled in, but he just he, he essentially walked in and was just like, "Man, I'll try and help." Ah, there's nothing I can do. Go to the town. <laughs> he like walked in. They like told him what was going on. He like like a builder, sharp yeah. intake. <laughs> he walked yeah, got in, got smacked across the face, and thought, <laughs> "Maybe not." <laughs> but this isn't for me. This is a bit above my pay grade. Yeah, I like to think that part of the story could have been left out, but it was there, so I thought I'd recite it. Um, it's a good addition. That's a good addition. So he went to the town, and they they did like an exorcism or something, but not an exorcism. They had like a um, what the fuck is it called? Where you like a seance to try and get the 
ghost to talk. Turns out the ghost's name was Kate. Kate Winslet. Yep, Kate Winslet. It's come full circle. I know, right? And it was saying that it didn't like um, John Bell, essentially. But news of this place, news of this spread around like wildfire. In fact, Andrew Jackson, that's right, future president of the United States of America, heard about the house while he was with his troops, like, marching, because he was a general beforehand or something. Yeah. And they were like, oh, we're going to go and see what's happening at Bell House to see what's going on with his witch. And one of his soldiers was saying that he had silver bullets and was going to kill this thing. And when he said it, then all of their horses stopped moving. All of the tires on their, like, wagons froze shut and wouldn't move anymore. Damn. And they tried to push it. They tried to get the horses going again. Nothing would work. So when he said, but then Adam, Andrew Jackson made his man apologize saying, no, I'm not going to kill you, witch. I'm sorry. Then everything started moving again just fine. So then that's mad. they were. Pl- that's actually yeah. mad. If that's <laughs> true, that's actually mad. It is actually mad. This might have actually happened in North Carolina or Mississippi. North one Carolina. of these places. Yeah, it, ha- it happened somewhere. Um, <laughs> somewhere, somewhere in America, somewhere in America, around the southeast, you know, somewhere around that neck. Of yeah, it might sure be North where. Carolina, it might be Tennessee. Yeah, but then Andrew Jackson and his men—they were supposed to stay at this house for a couple of weeks, but they left after only one day. Mm. And though this wasn't reported, I couldn't find anything saying he actually said this. Like it wasn't written down or thing. But apparently, Andrew Jackson said something along the lines of, "I'd rather face the entire British army." in a battle than spend another night at Bell House. So that's kind of spooky. I mean, Britain did have a fairly formidable army. Fairly but formidable. not as formidable as an as as this <laughs> the witch. fresh witch of Bel Air. Well, what is? Obviously. So that all happened. It spread like wildfire. And then, later on, Jack not Jack, John <laughs> I forgot his name wrong so many times. John Bell died in oh. his sleep. And one day went to see what was wrong with him, why he died. Turns out he'd been poisoned. Oh, shit. I was like, well, how has he been poisoned? And as they were trying to figure out what had happened to him, Kate, during the seance, like the ghost had said her name was Kate and shit. And the, Yeah, they said that. You said that. You yeah. said that. Um, spoke up and said, oh, I sorted out his medicine before he went to bed and that shit, stuff like that. Ooh. So they couldn't find any record that anyone else had killed him. <laughs> so they were like, well, it must be the ghost. We have a confession. <laughs> find, what do you mean any record that anyone else could have <laughs> killed him? Obviously, no one's going to be like, yeah, it was me. I murdered him. Yeah, it was me. No, it was the ghost. But yeah, he was poisoned by the witch. And it's actually and officially like Downs. He was killed by the officially bell witch. Officially down that he was killed by the bell witch. That's crazy. That's like actually mad. Yeah. And other stuff happened. Are you going to go into detail about the other stuff? I don't really have the details because um, nice. I only in my recent because I watched I was watching Most Haunted. Um, this was a couple months ago. And um, I remember you talking. Didn't you watch it with with mum? And then you were saying how bollocks it was. Yeah, I watched it with mum. And yeah, I remember. Yeah, I was. I remember they did the whole thing about the cave next to the Bell Witch house or something. And they went to the actual house because there's stuff with a cave like there was it might have been a native american burial ground or something you know standard stuff most likely 
and so I don't really have all the knowledge about all the other stories I just know about the house because in my research I watched a video and did some reading and it just spoke about this like particular story the one the like famous one about the death and stuff and like what led up to it although I'm pretty sure at one point someone wrapped the witch in a blanket and threw it in a fire (laughs) the witch in a blanket yeah like it was being a spook how'd they find her um no it was just like um william porter was this person's name so not one of the bells <laughs> um uh-huh. like caught the witch because it was flying around being spooky or something disrupting stuff and he caught it in a blanket like imagine just a blanket with the shape of a person in but you can't actually see them and then threw it in the fire like i remember that story <laughs> okay and also there's a cave nearby that's haunted or something but yeah that's that's the story of the bell witch essentially i rambled my way through that in true me explaining something fashion but i feel i did a good job to be fair like i'm convinced (laughs) i know it doesn't take much to convince me about like anything like unsolved mystery paranormal sasquatch kind of thing it doesn't take a lot to convince me because i like stuff to make the world a bit more interesting than it is I'm going to have to do some research in it because there's stuff which definitely rings bells about it. <laughs> Comedy. I don't, I feel like this isn't something that I'm that familiar with. So I'm definitely going to have to do more research into this. But yeah, I, I like, I'm sold. Yeah, it's a good story, isn't it? There's just one problem. It's a story. No, it, it's, it's, it's regarded as kind of true, I guess, but it might be complete bollocks. How so? Um, well, when, at the time it happened, early 1800s, American South, uh, most people couldn't read or write. So the way that these stories would travel around is through word of mouth. So the first time it would have been properly written down, the full story. Um, and the full tale of what happened. I believe the death was recorded as like a spooky death, like immediately. But I, you'll have to do your research on that because i didn't i will um (laughs) yeah um it might have all just been completely exaggerated past what it was because it traveled around through word of mouth before it was written down you know like like always happens i say might have happened that's almost definitely what happened yeah but yeah and his wife and the well some people say the bell witch started haunting him and was so mean to him but not like his wife because Frederick's bat's wife cursed him. Remember, people said he did. She did witchcraft or something. Yeah. Because he was bellend to his her husband or whatever. But there was a theory that her and um, I might be getting this wrong, but her and Lucy, who I believe was Belle's wife, were having an affair <laughs> and wanted to kill him. So they were in like cool. They were working together, and they're the ones who poisoned him then why didn't they kill him sooner and what what okay that this that affair sounds even more far-fetched than the rest of it <laughs> it might not have been an affair i might have made that up but there's there's definitely some weird stuff that was going on so yeah he might have been poisoned by his wife it might have not happened in any way at all and it's all just a story but you can go to the house it exists in either tennessee or north dakota or mississippi it's somewhere <laughs> uh, i'm looking at the the bell witch on um i keep thinking you're gonna say blair witch on wikipedia 
yeah, I believe that's where the name for Blair Witch. Reminds me of Blair. It also reminds me a lot. Yeah. I this film may or may not be based on this story. I don't know. But you know, you know the film The Witch or the VV. Um, yeah, I've not seen it, but I know of it. Is that that might well be based on this? Because that that sounds kind of similar to this in a way. I ha- I've only seen that film once, and that had a lot more to do with no spoilers. But it's it's similar, but not kind of not exactly the same. As in, not really that similar. <laughs> yeah. So my extent of this knowledge comes from a video I ha- I was watching, but not really paying that much attention to, but kind of paying attention it's to. It's a good way to prepare for a podcast. And the episode of Most Haunted that I watched about a couple months ago. So if I've got if there are any Bell Witch experts out there, and I've got some details wrong, um, I'm sorry. I tried. And if anything, I feel like my recounting of the story was better than the actual story if I got details wrong, because I thought that was perfect. I thought it was I've already convinced someone who is very, very difficult to convince of this sort of thing. Exceptionally. So, yeah, that's that's the story of the Bell Witch. And there's also a cave. I think I said that. But the Bell Witch Cave... You said the cave about The Bell Witch Cave has its own Wikipedia article as well. Okay, I'll look into that as well. I've got a lot to look into. I'm actually quite excited to look this up. It sounds interesting. Mm. Like I, I love all this paranormal spookiness. I love anything dark, anything mysterious. I love all this paranormal you know. spookiness. I do. I no, love I know it. You do. I just can't get enough of it. It's great. That's. I feel like we need to do stuff like this more often. Maybe not like. Um. Now it's time for rambling after the after the the theme is done. But I've been thinking because the conspiracy theory won last week, which I know I say it every week is our bet. It's oh, this was our best episode yet. But I think the conspiracy theory one really was like top tier mm-hmm. in terms of our other episodes. So I was thinking because we did that, that was the last episode of February. Maybe the last episode of each month, we could make it a conspiracy theory themed one and then kind of not have like a similar theme, like not be like, oh, one week is you know based on spooky stories even though we could do that maybe i'll put up a poll on our instagram where the tens and tens of people <laughs> will interact with our with our instagram at extremely interesting can vote and be like okay so we're gonna have four episodes a month most likely mm-hmm. because you know there are four weeks in a month allegedly so some say so the last episode will be conspiracy theory maybe one will be like sort of spooky themed so it's not always going to be ghost stories like it will be like you know supernatural things like we've been telling which are definitely 100% accurate and true and you should 100% 100%. believe them oh always we could do like um urban legends we could do creepy pastas or just anything like that maybe we could do that once a month or maybe just do that whenever because it's fun and i like researching it yeah it's better to have structure rather than us rambling because as much as I love talking about football and wrestling, well, not so much football at the moment. As much as I love that, you know, not everyone's into that. And I but don't want to make everyone is into spook. Everyone's into sort of interesting, mysterious stuff, really. Like, even if you say you're not, you're lying. I'm into it. I just don't believe it. You just don't believe that we'll do that? What? What do you mean? No, as in, I'm into weird, spooky stuff. I just don't believe it. Okay. Like, I watch spooky videos all the time, and I'm like, oh my god, that ghost story is amazing. Nonsense, but it's amazing. <laughs> amazing. 
Yeah, I kind of get that. There's a lot of stuff where I'm like, okay, if you say so. Like with the Tintagel thing, like I was thinking about, I was actually going to do it on Jamaica Inn today, the most haunted place in the UK, supposedly. Mm -hmm. But I was like, you know, Jamaica Inn is fine and all, but it's too normal to an extent. So I thought I'd go with something which, you know, I saw it when I was researching to Jamaica and I was like, oh yeah, Tintagel is supposedly haunted. We've been to Tintagel a fuck ton. So mm. why not do something a bit closer to home, you know? I thought that was a good way to good way to start it. Maybe next time I'll go into something a bit crazier. But, you know, yeah. all the King Arthur and Merlin stuff, I'm like, all right, it's a bit, it's a bit bollocks. And the fucking Tintagel going into a time split <laughs> or whatever they called it once a year on a <laughs> undefined like heard time that before as well i think it might have been in the top fives video but it's just like it's complete rubbish man <laughs> it's complete bollocks it, oh it goes into a time it's literally just someone saying it does this there's no proof as to it ever happened just someone said it once for a laugh and someone else was like and everyone was like yeah sure why not you know what he's got something here yeah but as with last week with me allegedly talking about well not allegedly talking about talking about how tom hanks is allegedly bit of a bit of a sus character um i will recommend that you go and watch the video uh, obviously after you finish this podcast which yes i indeed. think we're near the end um go and watch the the legend of the bell witch by bedtime stories bedtime stories. on youtube it's a good good channel Subscribe. yeah I've never seen any of their videos before, but I see this one. And yeah, he probably explains it in a much better way. What am I talking about? He explains it in a much worse way than I did. Not even close to as entertaining. The details on his, if they differ from mine, his is the one that's inaccurate, not mine. Definitely. And yeah, so go and watch that if you want a slightly less accurate retelling of the story of the fresh Witch of Bella. Slightly less accurate, slightly less entertaining, slightly less funny, and slightly less professional. That's how I would describe that video. So if you're yeah. into that, go and watch that. If you're not, join us next week. <laughs> Friday, 1pm GMT is when the new episodes goes live. I think we're at about an hour and ten. I, I, I remember I said in like episode two, we should stop referring to where we yeah, are. Yeah, but you do time. it all the time. I do anyway. it all the time. Maybe I'll stop doing it eventually. Maybe I won't. Who knows? But... I'd say this is a good spot to sort of wrap it up. We will be back next week, as always. I won't tell you the theme. Because we haven't thought of it yet. <laughs> frankly, we haven't thought of it yet. But it will be good. I've, I'm thinking maybe keep it in the similar sort of vein as like the whole mysterious conspiracy theory. Because then the name, like, extremely uninteresting is kind of like juxtaposed. Because we're talking about interesting stuff. We've always talked about it. Just really stuff. extremely uninterestingly. <laughs> We've, we always talk about interesting stuff, though. Yeah, true. That like, podcast where you were talking about the history of seatbelts? Man. Jeez, that was great. That was fucking great. Like, <laughs> when I started researching it, I was just like, this is going to be brilliant. Dad's going to love this. Everyone's going to love this. <laughs> I did love it, to be fair. I was like, this is incredible. I'm actually getting a history of seatbelts. I didn't realize. I thought I left school. I'm, I learned more from I've learned more from our podcast than mainstream education ever taught me about seatbelts yes and I've passed my driving theory test oh look at you alright I feel like I'm still gonna do that where I'm gonna be like telling like a like a spooky story or just something a bit weird 
and then be like and then there'll be one fine like detail about it about how like how the house was owned by kate winslet whatnot and then i'll go off on a tangent about that one thing and then be like so anyway back to the topic at hand what you mean like you did about five times when you were telling the story of tintagel <laughs> yeah i'm i i'm I would say I'll stay on topic, but I just know I won't. Like, even when I'm writing out my notes for the stuff, there's so many just, like, rad, random rambling points that I'm, like... I just, like, do, like... There's, like, 15 different types of brackets or parentheses if you're in America with just random shit written in, which most of them I didn't even say. And the amount of typos is hilarious. Yeah, I mean, I don't go off on tangents as much as you do when I'm talking about stuff, also known as I, I stay on topic, but I have a good I have a very active me- brain, which is my way of saying I have crippling ADHD <laughs> yeah, same <laughs> and um, so my mind will fly around with the topics in my head constantly, so whenever I tell stuff it's normally completely in the wrong order because I remember stuff after the fact and I'm like well I'm just gonna throw it in there I'll be talking about one part of the story and I'll be reminded about another part of the story but that's ADHD for you my friend (laughs) join us next week on ADHD cast (laughs) I'm Rory co-host has been Daniel Craig very special guest for this episode thank you for joining us taking time out of your busy busy schedule yeah schedule um, my busy schedule, which consists of promoting a film that's never going to come out. <laughs> What's it? No day to die or no, something? No time to die, please. No time. You invite me as a special guest and you don't even know the name of my latest I'm film. sorry. I'm a terrible journalist. You're an awful, awful journalist. Fucking hell. But thank you for joining us. Um, you won't be back next week, but I'm sure we'll have someone maybe not as high profile as you. But, you know, we'll have another celebrity called Daniel, no doubt. Yeah, no I doubt. I will be the host with the most of some sort um and what i found it would be a fun time yeah what i found interesting is i didn't know until i listened to last week's podcast because obviously as daniel craig i'm a massive fan of the extremely uninteresting podcast i didn't realize how similar my voice is to dan butler the left back of um peterborough united <laughs> I, very like you would you'd think it was the same person it's kind of mad but no that was dan butler last week and i am daniel craig shout out to dan butler I said that so weirdly. (laughs) So weirdly. (laughs) But anyway, we've been trying to wrap this up for about seven minutes at least. So I think now is the time to be like, you know what? Let's wrap this up. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. If you've enjoyed, you know, follow us on Spotify. Subscribe to our thing, our podcast on Apple Podcasts. Give us a five star review. Don't give us a review if you're going to do anything less than five stars. Be, just pointless really we're currently sitting at zero reviews i think right now so if you want to be go down in history as the person the who first gave, ever the first ever review to the podcast that's going to become the most popular in the world like sh- surely you're going to make some money off of that so just do it now now pause the podcast we give us a five-star review we do this before and no one did it still. shut up <laughs> <laughs> pause the podcast right now Go over to Apple Podcasts if you're on an iPhone. If you're not, you should get an iPhone. Go over to it. Leave a five-star review and write funniest shit I've seen. It doesn't matter that it's a podcast. Just write funniest shit I've seen. And if you do, I will be eternally grateful. And thank you very much. Follow us on Instagram. At Extremely Uninteresting. And as I've already said, we will be back next Friday, 1pm GMT or 6 
EST, Eastern Standard Time, and whatever it is, nine, I want to say. In the, actually, no, that's going the wrong way. Ignore what I just said, but it's it will be sometime in America, lad. <laughs> Do you have anything to add, Daniel? Um, what time does it go up on the on? So it goes up what one? One p.m. GMT. Oh Christ, my maths is showing. Um, I believe that would be uh, eight in the morning. In east. Yeah. On and and then five in the morning. So yeah, Eastern Standard Time is. If eight. you're in America, wake up and listen to it first off. It's the best way to prepare for a day. It is. We'll see you next week. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye.